welcome to the Ignite Your Spark podcast. We're here to talk all things self-development, personal growth and everything in between. Our aim for this podcast is that you feel like you found your people, a like-minded community that just gets it. So whether you're cosy on the sofa or taking your daily stroll, let's get into it. Welcome back to the Ignite Your Spark podcast. So today we have an incredible guest on, Hayley Scott Summers. It's such a honor to have you on our podcast, Hayley. So Hayley's a mindset and empowerment coach. So do you want to kind of explain a little bit about you and your journey and, and how you're doing, what you're doing today? Gosh, there's a lot to go through from there. <laughs> uh, well, firstly, thank you for having me. It's such an honor to be here. I was, when you got reached out, I was so excited for you. Um, I, I saw a podcast in your future and you're so passionate about what you do. So it's really lovely to be here. So thank you oh, for having me. You're welcome. Yeah, so, okay. Well, journey, what I do, I'm not quite sure where to start there. Uh, basically, I work with women to help them overcome their limiting beliefs and step out of their circumstances, be it where they've sort of come from how they've grown up all the circumstances in which they find themselves in today and they're looking around and have a feeling that they can do more be more have more or give more and I help them work through their limiting beliefs and their mindsets and their old stories and their habits and help them step into who they really are that's that's what I do in a nutshell just simply put it's no big thing <laughs> That's yeah. incredible. So I think the topic that we wanted to talk about today was basically, um, I've completely lost my train feel of thought again. <laughs> it was like kind of feel the fear and doing it anyway, but more of along the lines of like fake it till you make it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so I know you did a podcast episode on this and again, like it really hit home with me. So can you just kind of explain a little bit what you went into on that podcast and yeah, just explain further. Gosh, trying to think back to it. Um, I think one of the biggest things for me is that the the fake it till you make it, whilst I appreciate that it's, you know, there are lots of well-known celebrities that will tout it as a source of their success. And I do believe that the, the human brain will believe whatever you tell it frequently enough. So that's why the things that you say to yourself are so important and so powerful because your brain just believes whatever you tell it. But for me, the whole fake it till you make it, it just, it never resonated. Like I couldn't bring myself to do it. I felt like it just fed into this kind of your fraud. Mm -hmm. So it sort of leans into that as opposed to maybe developing the skills and the mindsets that you would need to achieve the thing that you want to achieve. So you don't feel like you're faking anything. It's kind Mm -hmm. of more my sort of my mindset and my approach when it comes to that sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. And I absolutely loved it when you went into a lot more detail about this. So has there been a time, you know, within your like previous, like your past of when you've had to, you know, when you've heard this term thrown around a lot, like what was it that got you like digging a little bit deeper and kind of like not really agreeing with that term and going down a different path? Gosh, I don't think there was a particular instance that I can recall in which I decided I was going to go a different route with it. I think it was just that it didn't sit with me. So I ended up maybe not taking the action that I should take or wanted to take or needed to take to get me to where I wanted to be because it felt like that was the only route. It was like fake it till you make it or do it when you have it. So to me, it was like, well, I don't have it and I can't fake it. So where do I go from there? Mm -hmm. And so I think just through doing the work that I do with myself and with clients, it was just developing some skills to ensure that there wasn't any need to fake anything 
and the the more you lean into who you are and what you have to give and the more you learn and grow you realize that just showing up as you are is how you achieve the results that you want and there's that expression isn't there that confidence is gained through competence mm -hmm. so i i sort of i i i'm a big believer of like do the work and i don't mean in like a hustle culture kind of way i just mean if there is something that you're lacking in confidence with you need to look at that very closely and be very very honest and say okay am i lacking in confidence because i have no proof to back up that i'm capable of this in which case how can i grow how can i expand my my knowledge or my area of expertise i think one of my concerns with the the fake it till you make it especially with some younger generations that are coming in that have social media at hand and have grown up in that environment it's very easy to see all of these glossy instagram grids where people are going around and they're you know especially like in the personal development world you know how to have 10k months as a coach how to do this how to do that and it's this big shiny world so mm -hmm. if the message is fake it till you make it there's no value in that not for yeah. them not for the journey not for the people they're supposed to be serving so yeah i think actually the more i talk about it, the more i realize i'm really not a, <laughs> a sort of strong uh, believer in the fake it till you make it i'm like do the work on yourself find find the value share that and the more that you learn and the more you do that the more you can grow and that's how you become confident in something I yeah think absolutely from my experience in the corporate world where this definitely resonates it was a case of it felt like a bit of a cop-out that if ever you were like I'm going to do a presentation or I'm going to train someone or I'm going to do something and you would call out the fact I don't know how to do that then it's kind of like blag mm. it Mm. just put in the confidence make out like you can do it fake it till you make it and then it just it kind of becomes your behavior and it's like no I, I want to be good <laughs> at my job mm. I want to be confident because I know what I'm talking about and yeah that definitely is what speaks to me the most is that yeah like no I'm not that person I want to be mm. a good someone to lean on or something of those cases and I think now even as I move into the personal development space then exactly what you said do the work that is mm. the most transformational thing you can do and that doesn't mean hustle that doesn't mean putting in hours and mm -hmm. hours and hours with minimal results it just means just do the work it's yeah. so simple even when it comes to like yeah mindset empowerment confidence any of these approaches you take people will kind of beat around the bush and they do all of the things to kind of tick off the boxes without doing the actual thing yeah. <laughs> and we've all done it yeah but it's like just do just do the thing that's just all you've got thing. to do yeah, yeah just do the damn thing <laughs> and you'll get there a hell of a lot quicker but sometimes we procrastinate and kind of do the the busy jobs um mm. until we get until we're sometimes it is a confidence thing it, it it can be hard to approach head on the thing that overwhelms or intimidates you um so sometimes it is doing the little things to build up your confidence to take on the main thing that's yeah. intimidating you and how scary is it, can I just say, to this idea of like fake it till you make it. So you gave the example of like a presentation. Like if you don't know what you're doing, I would be so <laughs> scared. Like it's one of the things that like if I ever get a wobble about something, um, you know, if it's a talk or anything, my partner will say to me, you, you know this. This is you. This is your story. This is your work. This is what you do. You know this. Yeah. And when he says that to me, I can go yeah okay I'm nervous I'm excited but he, he's right I know this if I didn't know it 
I yeah. didn't know myself and what I was trying to do and I'd be stood there in front of people like trying to fake it and I think yeah. people can people can smell that people can smell authenticity I think that mm. that vibration people can feel it it's just and it's not oh, yeah. it's not good I think there's only so long that you can do that for before people figure it out and then and then where do you yeah. go from there yeah that is exactly it for me all of those experiences before like the nerves mm. I used to get and those previous jobs were horrific because I had yeah the fear of if someone asks a question I know 10% of what I need to know to be able to actually do this properly whereas now it's so interesting that you say that I have the same outlook on I don't get nervous about anything anymore because yeah it's it's what I do it's who I am like it is to Mm. my core everything Mm. that I do there is nothing that can come up in a presentation a podcast and stuff like that that someone will ask that I won't know about in some entity and this is my authentic truth this is what I'm passionate about this is what I've done research and spent the time on whereas before when it wasn't then yeah that that shone out of me because I was like (laughs) alarm bells I don't know what I'm talking about guys (laughs) and that's the thing and that and that's damaging right if you don't know what you're talking about but you claim to know something Mm. that can be really damaging so I think for anyone who's who's starting out in in any industry I think you're much better off going in with a a humble approach with a growth mindset and be willing to show up and learn than you are to kind of just like fake it hope you don't get caught out like and energetically as well that feels like it would expend a lot of energy <laughs> as opposed to like you said doing yeah. the work yeah. yeah absolutely yeah it's like when they say like you said like just show up and blag it and just you know and it's like I, I've been in situations where even in job interviews and you know you're prepping beforehand and then you get people that you know give you a bit of advice and just say oh you, you know j- just make it up and I'm like I, I can't make it up because I've not <laughs> I've not done it you know yeah. again I, I, yeah. <laughs> I think that sits with you know the core values of a person as well and like what is what really resonates with you and I completely get that like I standing up and doing a presentation of something that I have no idea about you know and it's like you said perception is projection and you're giving off this negative vibe this negative energy Mm. but like you said in terms of a mindset perspective that's not good for you is it like unconsciously like it's really really not and I just think it's quite damaging like you said going forward Mm. when you're trying to you know take action on something and get an outcome and you're giving this faking it till you make it I just yeah I just yeah well that's it it just it just reinforces this this idea in in your mind that you don't know what you're doing Mm. so you're going I don't know what I'm doing I'm going to pretend to know what I'm doing and hope that other people don't know that I don't know what I'm doing but (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing so it's like you can try and fool everyone else but you cannot fool yourself so you're carrying that around so a lot of the work that I do with women is around self-belief and self-worth because I believe that they are like at the core of everything we do. They're the, the core of our decisions that we make for mm. in our relationships, in our careers, in our families, everything. Like self-worth and self-belief permeates across the board on a, on a subconscious and a conscious level. So if you are practicing in something like figure till you make it, all you're doing is investing time in the belief that you don't know what you're doing. You're not competent. You're not capable. Mm. I hope no one finds me out. So I feel like that's just such a damaging way to approach Mm. it, which is why circling back to what we were saying about doing the work, it's about understanding, yes, it's scary. Yes, it's difficult. And you're not going to have all the answers. Nobody's got all the answers. In fact, anyone who thinks they've got all the answers, like they're lying to themselves. They're lying to you. Yeah. Yeah, Like I always sort of say, you know, it's a journey, but if you think you're done, then you're toast. Yeah. You're definitely (laughs) never, ever done. But being open and willing to say, 
okay, I don't know how to do this. This is why it's scaring me. How can I learn how to do it? Like, just bring it back to that. Don't, you know, don't be afraid to explore what you don't know and find out how to do it. Because, mm. and what, one of the things that I do with clients in this is how many times have you had to learn how to do something that you never knew how to do before? You know, we've all had to, most of us have learned, had to learn how to drive or, yeah. you know, or parenting or a, a new, anything in life that we've had to start doing. It's always scary and difficult at first. But once you get into it and you find a rhythm and you learn it, apart from parenting, actually, I'm, st I'm still learning that. <laughs> My daughter's almost 18, so I take that one back. That's not a good example. But anything else, like, you, you have to Did just Did I just hear it, that so... number correctly? She's looks yeah, amazing, yeah, doesn't she? I know. Uh, what? <laughs> we need a little chat she, after this. Uh, well, I had to, I had to when I was very young. That was kind of like part of Still. my story and my journey. Yeah. But, so, so well I'm. She's coming up for the age in which I. Um. um so yeah. So she's going to be eighteen in March, and I had her when I was nineteen. So as a, just a completely full side cycle. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, so yeah. So I haven't got the parenting thing down. No. That's always a learning. That's always a yeah. learning thing. Yeah. That's just, amazing. Honestly, yeah. like I said, like, Hey, she, she, mm -hmm. you look incredible. Like you really do. <laughs> so that's quite interesting then obviously knowing that. So you said that, you know, that's your like past story kind of thing. So what, mm. what got you into this, like wanting to help women with mindset? I mean, I just love your title mindset and empowerment. It's, it's just powerful. Like what, what wanted you to get into this, into this role, if you like? Well, it's, it's trying to think of the short story. I haven't found a way to condense it down yet. So when people ask me, I'm always like, how do I make this not take 10 minutes? So when I basically, I was raised within a very strict, oppressive cult-like religion. And it was um, sort of a purity culture with, with, a, with a really nice doomsday twist. So Armageddon is going to come in tomorrow. The world's going to end. And you're not allowed to be friends with outside, with anyone on the outside of this religion. And, uh, you know, it, it was very homophobic. So anti-gay, no Christmases, no birthdays, the whole string of things. So I was raised in that and I was third generation. So my mother had a lot of unhealed trauma in her. And so we grew up in a very, very crazy way. And by the time I was 19, I was pregnant and I was married to a man who was almost 20 years older than me. So who had a drink problem. So, which resulted in me being a single parent by the time I was 21, I believe. Yeah, I was 21. So I spent, to cut a long story short, a very long portion of my life feeling very disempowered. I had no self-belief, no self-worth, no confidence whatsoever. Because the religion that I grew up in didn't believe in higher education, no one ever asked me when I was younger, no one ever said to me as a little girl, what are you going to be when you grow up? Like, who, like it was never even because the world was going to end mm. and higher education outside of the Bible was regarded as spiritually dangerous. So I sort of grew up with this mishmash of all sorts of different things going on. But the overriding factor was that I didn't know who I was. I didn't know where I belonged. You know, I didn't know my place in the world. I didn't have as much education. And I didn't have any concept of where I was going or what I was doing. So and to top it all off because of that whole sort of like melting pot of circumstances by the time I was in my mid-20s I started to realize that everybody I was dating had the same shit going on to be honest mm. and I just and I sort of feel like when you see patterns in your life when something happens you go you know oh that's awful that's traumatic that's shit 
and it happens again and it happens again and there's only so many times that that can happen before you have to look in the mirror and go <laughs> what are you doing like yeah. what is this about like this cannot be how life is this cannot be how all relationships work this doesn't make any sense to me like I always felt like love and success and happiness were for other people but they were never for me and when I started doing work on that I realized that I'd been carrying these stories around my whole life that were, were deeply shameful and it took me the realization that I was harboring this belief that no one would ever love me and that happiness was for other people to realize that I was deliberately, not consciously, but I was choosing relationships that would reinforce this belief that I had, that I was not worthy, that I was not lovable, that I was not deserving of being happy. So every relationship would, and it would end the same way and it would be the same things would happen. And it would be like, see, no one's mm. going to love you. So, and it would, and honestly, it was actually the first time I started to even have an inkling about the personal development industry and this world was in my early twenties when I found myself a divorced single parent. I was studying counseling and psychotherapy because I was, you know, I sort of gravitated heavily towards helping people and trying to make sense of how I'd grown up and maybe I could use it to help others. And I stumbled across, of all things, Psychologies magazine. <laughs> and I was like, oh this is interesting so you can you can choose how to behave like you can change yourself you can it doesn't matter where you come from you can learn how to do something different and that was my very first foot into this world of personal development wow yeah it's kind of it's yeah so that's the that's kind of part of the journey and it was it wasn't really until my early 30s so I, I put a pin in that I studied counseling psychotherapy for several years and then I started a business and I went from there and I've been running businesses now for about 12, 12 to 15 years I guess mm -hmm. and during the pandemic one of those businesses overnight just lost all of its you know um business for the next 12 months the foreseeable future really and we were lucky enough that we also had our restaurant that we were living above but it gave me the opportunity to go okay well what else do you want to do and I thought about revisiting the counseling psychotherapy and decided that I actually wanted to go down that route but maybe something a bit different and uh yeah so I ended up coaching and I was sort of initially working with women in business because obviously being a business owner it felt like mm -hmm. a natural progression but I came to realize that it wasn't really so much about the business that I enjoyed it was working with women who are these amazing wonderful powerful beings who I could see were just holding these stories inside of them that were holding them back and if I could just find out what that was and unlock that and help give them the tools that I had used to help get me from where I was to where I am then I could see them blossom and they would go off and do their thing and I was like that's what I want to do I want to do that and that's what lights me up so that's kind of a very brief summary <laughs> wow. I guess I try to keep it brief <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's just unbelievable I mean that I think that story is gonna really hit home with a lot of people and resonate with with so many women especially and I just like I said Haley, I just love your content I just love everything that you're about I love your values and what you stand for and Lisa I've, I've got no words <laughs> <laughs> I've said them all <laughs> yeah. no, I'm saying, I love that I love that that light bulb moment of oh 
I have a say in who I am and how I react and how I navigate life. And I think that we all kind of have that, but probably because of your background, we would generally have it earlier on in life than you would have it because of how conversations took place beforehand. But I just can't imagine to be a grown adult, a parent, and then to have that realization, like to discover yourself at a point that some of us have already been doing it for years, but then that will still be the case. Like there's some people in their fifties and sixties and just have that light bulb moment. And it's so important that whenever you have that light bulb moment, it's not too late. Mm -hmm. It's not your personality is established. You have to, you have to stick with it. It's okay. Now double down, go in, find who you are and who you truly want to be with Mm. no outside influences. Like that is so powerful and from your story like yeah it's so interesting because our story is wildly different but there's so many things that can resonate with with women yeah finding finding their voice standing up for mm. themselves and exploring it yeah. like, I just I love that wow yeah I think that's the thing that's that's one of the reasons why I have learned to share my story and I'll be very very honest I've only really started talking about like the roots my origins within the past 12 months and I felt compelled to do so because I met someone else who was raised in the same religion, who unfortunately hadn't been able to at this at this point in time yet, because I I always have hope, um, find a way through their trauma. They were they were still very much struggling and we were, were deeply traumatized by how we were raised. And I realized that I had uh, an obligation, really, to start talking about it because regardless of who you are or where you've come from I have met so many women that to even taking that out of the equation can relate to feeling disempowered can relate to feeling like they have to keep themselves small to make other people happy or you know anything sort of along that theme of feeling um less than confident or empowered within themselves met so many people can relate to that so I've learned that I have to share part of that and be vulnerable because I want to basically practice what I preach and create a space for other people to go, oh, okay, okay, I understand. Yeah, actually, I didn't go through that, but I did go through this. Yeah. And, and therefore it creates a space for people to be open and share. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think you find, sorry, yeah. <laughs> I, I was just gonna say, I think you find a lot of like, women especially in this space that do become coaches you know or in that environment where they do want to help other people because they have been through something quite traumatic you know and it's Mm. like people will look at you and you know your Instagram and I mean you're fabulous like and think oh that story I would not have known that you've been through all of that and to see how you show up in the world today and that in itself Mm. is empowerment and I think that if that's your message that you're sharing then that is just going to attract so many women that you can help like move them through these stages because you've been there. Yeah. I just think it's incredible. I think that's the thing. I think that's one of the things that's really important to me. And that was the reason why I decided that I had to stop trying to, I had this theory. I was like, you know, that was in the past. That was then. And I'm here now and everything happens for a reason. So, you know, only look forward. <laughs> but I realized that if I did that, it is kind of a disadvantage to anyone that I wanted to work with and the women that I wanted to empower because it was kind of like saying oh you know here I am everything's shiny look you can achieve these things and it's like okay I could show you that version of me but there is a whole ton of shit back there that I had to wade through 
that I had to deal with and a lot of mess that I created myself because I didn't mm. deal with all of the mess from before. And if I don't show you that and I just show you like the, you know, the where I'm at now, that to me is like the very definition of being inauthentic mm. and unattainable and like, like who can relate to that? I, like I can't relate to that. I don't, you know, the, all of the people that I really admire the, the books that I read, the podcasts that I listen to, there isn't a single person that I haven't followed and admired who hasn't come from quite extreme adversity. And when they share their story and I see how powerful it is for other people, that in turn lights me up and inspires me to share mine. And with the hope that somebody else will look at me and go, okay, well, she came from that religion and I came from the same one. And I know there aren't many people at the moment that I know of that are speaking up about it. But I believe that if you speak up, if you share the mess and you show how you can get through, it's uh, like I said, it just creates that space for everyone else to be able to do the same. And we've all got it, right? We've, we've all got mess. We've all got trauma. We've all got, we've all got a story. Yeah, exactly. And you're so right that, like we discussed earlier, on social media, I feel like it's it's that aspirational content, inspirational, when everyone's showing their best side of themselves. But it's the connection content that you need to focus on, on, yeah, your background. Yeah. Like, that's how I relate to a person. Yes, they may have what I want, but if they've been through struggles and they've come out the other end, also I just love a person that's willing to share their vulnerability because I think that is a strength mm. in itself. Yes. Because the yeah. first thing we want to do is like like you did and you might even need to do that for a couple of years 10 years afterwards like I'm going to lock that way and I'll revisit it when I'm ready now's not that time but now is your time yeah. that you're comfortable to share that and that that will go wide very wide audience I feel like that is like I don't know you <laughs> but I feel like that's your thing that's what people relate to is that mm. we're human I know that a lot of profiles and a lot of media in general is showing these fake versions of ourselves or showing the final version, the happier, wonderful yeah. version. Or like we discussed on a recent episode is that we all share the big wins, but what about the day before when you were ready about to pack it all in? Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The, the, the 25 losses <laughs> that you had to endure to get to the win. Exactly yeah. that, exactly that. And yeah. I'm all for people showing their vulnerability. And I think sometimes people think that that makes it like, oh, it was a bit of a dreary and down place and I don't want that. No, 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 no. It's it's so inspirational to hear this is what I came from and I had to go for it again and again and again and then I thought mm. that was the right path and it wasn't I went down another one because that's when you're in it which we probably even now all of the work we've all done we're still in it on the next level we're all yeah. going through the trenches working to the oh next it just always us. moves yeah like you, yeah. you'll combat something or as I heard the other day I can't remember who said it, but it was new, new level, new devil, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you can figure something out, but there's going to be something waiting on the other side. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. That better version of ourselves has always got something yeah. in store. Always. <laughs> oh, amazing. So if, okay. So if there was one message that you would share with our audience, you know, what's one piece of advice that you would give? One piece, you know, it's actually, it's something that I believe in my core, but I, I always find myself hesitating because I understand that people come from different backgrounds and have a whole host of resources in which they can execute certain things in life. But if I'm very, very honest, I'm going to be true to myself here. The piece of advice that I would, I would give anyone would be that it doesn't matter who you are or where you come from you are not your circumstances, you are not your childhood, you are not your upbringing, you are not your trauma, you are so much more 
and you are capable of so much but you have to give yourself love you have to be compassionate you have to be willing to explore all the things that aren't working in your life and practice something that i call radical responsibility which is where you acknowledge the things in your life that you do have control over not well i can't do this because she said that and he did that and they said this and you know it hurt my feelings like sometimes life is shit sometimes it's really hard and you can't control what goes on around you but you do have control of yourself if you can develop that self awareness if you can love yourself if you can practice radical responsibility and tie all those things together and have a passion and a purpose there isn't anything that you can't do no absolutely there we go well that's incredible <laughs> yeah hey thank you so much just before we do go though can you tell everybody where to find you because i know that there are so many women <laughs> that are going to listen to this in the future that want to work with you so where can they find you oh, thank you so you can find me on instagram at hayley.summers that would be the best place to find me well thank you so much again it's been an absolute pleasure having oh, you on thank you ladies it's been amazing Thanks for tuning in on this week's episode. If you want to find out more, then head to the show notes where you can find all of our socials linked. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss a thing.